0: Welcome into the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. This is week four. And I'm your host here, Matt Hetzler. Joined as always by my esteemed co host here, Tyler Smith, Mr. Arena Fanatic himself. Tyler, happy mm-hmm. Wednesday night to you, bud. Thank Are you, you ready for Saturday?
1: Oh, am I ready for Saturday, Matt? We guess what? We've got Thursday night football back, baby.
0: We do. We do. Big game tomorrow.
1: Yes, indeed. Houston at Tulane. Now, Matt, what if I told you Tulane comes in as a four and a half point fave? Who saw that coming at the beginning of the year? Big time AAC West matchup. The Green Wave will look to run all over the Cougars, Matt. Justin McMillan at quarterback will be the difference maker for Tulane. Tulane. Tulane strong defensive line one of the, one of the most underrated defensive lines in the country i think that's why i'm going to give the green wave an edge in this one houston will need to establish a running game to beat them but when you have king at quarterback anything is possible but i'm going to go with the green wave
0: i like that pick tyler i'm right there with you i like Tulane as well uh next one tyler here big clash c usa FIU yeah, and at LaTeX.
1: It seemed like it was going to be a much bigger clash at the beginning of the year, but FIU has just been disappointing. And another, we've got a, uh, this is a Friday night matchup. I'm the king of Thursday and Friday night, Matt. Yes. Hard to have any faith, though, in FIU at this point. I know you had them as your your dead to me team uh, two weeks ago. I did. And I, I can't blame you. They, if they lost to the WKU, what do you think they're going to do in Ruston? It's not going to be pretty. Starting quarterback seems to be a question, though. Morgan should be back for FIU, which is good news, despite the backup actually playing pretty well. But as long as Smith continues to play well, QB for LaTeX, give me the Bulldogs.
0: All right, yeah, I'm with you too here, Tyler. I like LaTeX as well. Um, Let's transition here to my This is the biggest game out of the MAC this week Western Michigan on the road at Syracuse Western Michigan Coming off a hell of a game uh, Taking down Georgia State on uh, Saturday Watsnake played quite well But the story was that running attack Bellamy, 192 yards Three touchdowns rushing And the team combined, Tyler 450 rush yards on that Georgia State D Yikes That was electric, yeah and on the flip side, Syracuse off to a very slow start—only 318 total yards of offense for that Dino Babers team. I mean, that's mm. a stunner. Nobody saw that one coming. Mm. And if that wasn't any—if that wasn't bad enough, the defense is struggling as well, giving up 500 yards a game. And I remember people got on us for not having Syracuse as a top defense. I Ooh, mean,
1: shots fired.
0: I mean, come on—they who they, uh, they played again? Oh, Maryland, who got just. To, you know, Tipple held them in check, and uh, they did play Clemson, but uh, this is going to be – this might be a really good game. Uh, I'm going to take Dino Babers and Syracuse at home, but trust me, I would not be stunned if Western Michigan went in there and won this game.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be stunned either, Matt, and I'm actually going to take Western Michigan in this one. At this point, I don't have any confidence in Syracuse and Dino Babers I know that that's probably not trendy, but sorry, Dino. Oh, Western Michigan yeah, gets the it up.
0: Yeah, and if Cuse loses this game, I might as well just light my over 7.5 win total ticket to on Syracuse on fire because there's no yeah. chance they're going to get uh, eight wins if they lose
1: this one. No, 0% chance.
0: All right, buddy. Big clash in the Mountain West. This is your favorite conference, Tyler. Air Force coming off a big win. Out, uh, on the road at Colorado, and they travel to Boise to take on number 20, Boise State. Who do you like?
1: Tell you what, Matt, the Mountain West Conference, you couldn't have asked for a better start for these. The, the, the conference. This is amazing what they're on. We're headed into week four. Air Force coming off an overtime victory versus Colorado. Now, Matt, Boise State, let me tell you about these guys. Boise State just four and three in their last seven games versus Air Force. How about that? Boise State should get this done with their strong defense. The offensive line has had problems, though, for the Broncos. I look I look for Boise State to get this W at home, and I think Weaver's going to have a monster
0: game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Boise State as well here, Tyler. Um, and then let's go to an all-North Carolina showdown here. App State on the road. Nathan, Mack, Brown, and the Tar Heels. Tyler, break this one down for me.
1: Well, this is the first meeting between these two schools, Matt. I I thought maybe they'd at least played it once before, but no. U.S. And let me tell you something, Matt. UNC has burned me already this year. Despite all their successes this season, they enter this game as only a three-and-a-half-point favorite versus App State. App State has the edge on the ground with Evans, who went off last week for 234 yards on just 19 carries. That boy is getting it done. And it's also nice to have a veteran quarterback like Zach Thomas under center for the Mountaineers. Give me App State in a tight one.
0: I'm going to do two-tire. I'm going to take the road dog here. I like App State as well. Uh, We kind of saw North Carolina get exposed last week. Despite coming back and making a game out of it, um, I, I'm with you, and I, I like that F-State team. I think they're dangerous. All right. Let's hop into the pick six. We're picking six games against the spread. And again, disclaimer, we're not actually betting these games on Saturday, guys. So there's actually zero games on this six uh, slate here that I'm putting down on my card. Even though the first one we're going to talk about here, Tennessee at Florida, I am tempted to put a little money down on this one. Uh... Tennessee overall actually on the defensive side of the ball. Not bad. Only going up 306 yards per game. And I'm ready to see if that offense can get going. If Jared Garantano can actually put together Yikes. a full four quarters. Uh, I mean, he's got he's got the weapons. He's got Jawan Jennings and Marquez Callaway, that wide receiver there. Ty Chandler had a nice bounce-back game last week. Uh, granted, they were playing Chattanooga. So we have to take that with a grain of salt there. <laughs> uh, I really like the secondary for Tennessee. I, they're, they're playing really well back there. It's just that front seven on the defensive side this is, just can't get any pressure. So key to the game here, Tyler. If Tennessee's defense can step it up a little bit, especially that front seven, get a little bit of uh, uh, try to get uh, Trask and that uh, Florida offense out of rhythm, Tennessee could hang around here, Tyler. But they're going to have to open up the running game because Florida's defense of front seven one of the best in the country, only giving up 94 yards rushing per game. Uh, well, I did have the here on this number, it's 14.5 Florida. I think it's like 14 now, but uh, it wasn't 14.5 when I put this game down. At 14.5, Tyler, I like Tennessee at
1: 14.5. Yeesh.
0: But I think Florida I, wins this game.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be taking the faves here, the Florida Gators. Kyle Trask, I trust him. I trust him. I think he's going to be the guy. Garantana. I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. Big game in the swamp. I don't see him succeeding. Give me the Gators covering this one. 14 and a half.
0: All right, all right. Um, we're going to stay down in SEC land for another non-conference Pac-12 clash. Cal traveling. I think they're number 23 in the country. Cal traveling to Ole Miss. Nobody's all... Uh, Nobody saw Cal probably be being undefeated heading into this game. So Cal is a surprise team out of the Pac-12. I like the running back Brown Jr. Tyler. He's already up to 324 rushing yards. And that secondary for Cal, one of the best in the game. I had them ranked first uh, coming into the season. So it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Matt Corral and that all, uh, running Rebels offense can get going in the passing game against such a great secondary. And they're going to have to they're going to have to pass the ball on this team if they're going to win this game. Uh, I, I'm actually surprised that Cal is the two and a half point dog. Um, this one's a, a this one's actually killing me because I like the SEC. That's my, my my conference, Tyler. But give me Cal here on the wow. road and the points. I think they won it outright.
1: pac twelve hater actually going and supporting them. I'm with you, Matt. I I was stunned when I saw this line. I couldn't believe it. I mean, how is Cal not the favorite in this game with that defense? Ole Miss's offense hasn't shown me anything to lead me to believe that they're going to be able to penetrate this Cal D. I think Cal wins outright as well.
0: All right, let's go out to Texas, Tyler. SMU at number 25, TCU. TCU coming off that uh, win in West Lafayette. Tyler, uh, oh, sorry, TCU, nine-point favorite here. Where are you heading?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, Matt, SMU has been on fire. This offense is clicking on all levels, and the D is as good as advertised so far. And I th- I don't know about you, Matt, but I think there's a little bit of an overreaction to that Purdue game for TCU. Agreed. I'm going to take SMU covering this one.
0: I'm right there with you, Tyler. I actually I really like SMU just to win this game. I mean, uh, TCU, they pounded on a Purdue team that had – a Freshman quarterback, and he was awful. I was saying he would be fine, but, man, he was awful. Rondell Moore couldn't get anything going. No. And, and I just – I like SMU here. I think they get the upset. I, I'm just not high on TCU right now. So let's head on to the Pac-12. We're going out west, Tyler. Number 16, Oregon, a 10-point favorite at Stanford. At some point, we're going to quit talking about Stanford on this show. Yeah, uh,
1: I was getting ready to say, I mean, how many weeks are we going to talk about the trees? I, I feel like Oregon should be – about a 17 point favorite in this one. Oregon should have no problem with Stanford just like UCF did. More talented than Stanford across the board. No way Oregon can be stopped, and the duck D will put these trees, the trees' defense, at a standstill.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you, buddy. I think Oregon's going to run all over Stanford. Uh, God, that team is just pitiful to watch. I, and I, I actually really was wanting UCF to put up 100 points on them, but they. They they called off the dogs, and uh, that that final score was not indicative of how terrible Stanford was in that game. All right, we're going up to Big Ten country, Tyler. Uh, Michigan State, a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Northwestern, which is an absolute stunner. Nine-and-a-half points. They're going to give this pitiful-ass offense. I mean, you can't even call it an offense. I don't know what the hell they're doing out there. Nine and a half points you want us to lay nine and a half with Michigan State at Northwestern, where Pat Fitzgerald is a hell of a coach when it comes to being an underdog, one of the best in the country. I mean granted Northwestern's not any better that offense is terrible too I don't even know who the hell's quarterback anymore because they're all injured uh yeah i don't even I'm not going to watch this game because this can be a boring ass game oh. I'm, I would take the under because there's not going to be many points in this damn game, and I would take northwestern uh with the points, but Michigan State's going to win by like, they're going to win like nine to six. That's what we're going to get, nine, nine
1: to six. six. That's a beautiful matchup, Matt. And you know what, I'm going to be absolutely tuned into this one because that is a thriller. But nine and a half, you would like, you know, you, you keep thinking that Michigan State's maybe going to turn this sucker around on offense, but after last week, I have no confidence You'd be crazy to take that 9.5 points with Michigan State. I will take the Dowgies here, Northwestern, plus 9.5.
0: Well, Tyler, what's crazy is I'm pretty sure Michigan State opened at about a 7-point favorite, and people just hammered it. Now, granted, Michigan State should not have lost that game, so the, I mean, maybe there was a little bit of overreaction uh,
1: as it being that they low. S- they still only
0: scored they I know. They
1: scored 10 points in regulation.
0: I know, and they're, oh my, that offense is just, oh, my, ah. Uh. That just ruined my weekend last, just betting on them last week just ruined my weekend. And it was a great weekend, but having to sit there and sweat that game and watch that shit was awful. All right, we got one more game to talk about in the pick six here, Tyler. SEC showdown, Kentucky Wildcats heading to Starksville. Both teams coming off of heartbreaking losses. Uh, Kentucky, in a a terrible fashion, had that one in hand and blew it at home. So Mississippi State, a a six-and-a-half point favorite here, Tyler. What do you like?
1: Well, I believe Tommy Stevens is back for Mississippi State, which is after last week. You're definitely going to want him back, but I feel like I feel like both of these teams are. It's pretty evenly matched. I don't see a six and a half point favorite for Mississippi State, so I'm going to take Kentucky and the points.
0: Yeah, I actually I'm with you here, Tyler. I had this marked down as a Mississippi State win preseason. Uh, I, Kentucky showed me a lot last week. I was, I've was i been kind of down on them, uh, but they play with their hearts out. I, I don't think they're going to win up Starksville because it's a hard place to come play. Uh, and with Stevens back and hopefully healthy, um, Mississippi State will get that offense rolling. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I would take Kentucky certainly here with the points. And uh, let's hop on in, Tyler, to first down where Tyler's going to be breaking down our two games in this uh This first down here. Uh, We're going to start in the Pac-12, number 10, Utah at USC, a Friday night clash. Mm -hmm. Tell us
1: about it. I'm the king of of Friday night, man. Friday and Thursday night, that's me. Now, Utah, only a four-point favorite going to this Friday night showdown at 9 p.m. Eastern on FS1. USC, though, oh my gosh, I was so disappointed last week. I just couldn't believe it. Solvis was—he—he eh, he came back to reality, Matt. After I hyped him up so much, but I think—I think he has a chance to bounce back. But that Utah D is stout. I'm gonna put my trust. I'm gonna put my trust, Matt. I don't say this often, into Utah to win on the road, mainly because of Zach Moss. I think he can control this game on the ground, and that will be enough for Utah to eke out a win.
0: Yeah, I, I actually I like that pick, Tyler. I like Utah as well here. So, uh, here's some next another game here, Tyler, featuring your beloved UCF Knights. They travel to Pitt. Tyler, is Pitt gonna get it done this week?
1: No, they they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Pat Narduzzi, I think he's toast, Matt. I think he's gonna be done. After this season, I think the the seat's going to get very hot, so look out for that on the review podcast. I'll probably be adding him. They'll be 1-3. and Pitt would be 1-3 and if they fall to UCF, and they're going to fall, Matt, because this UCF team, like they were versus Stanford, they're better at every position point. This UCF team is going to do it, Matt. They're going to go undefeated this year, hammer down UCF, they're going to win by, oh, I don't know, 21 points.
0: Uh, I don't think they're going to win by 21. I actually, uh, I actually took Pitt plus 12. I think it's going to be a close plus game, closer game than you think.
1: Plus 12. You yeah. know what this Pitt offense is producing, uh, Matt?
0: Yeah, not much, but at least that 14 defense
1: point plays seven. well. 14.7 points per game.
0: This will certainly be the best defense that UCF has faced up to this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say that's a fair assessment. But I don't, I don't think that Pitt has seen an offense like this. Yes, Penn State, they were explosive through two games. But my gosh, how could you not be versus Idaho and Buffalo? I think this is easily the best offense that Pitt has faced. So it's going to be an interesting clash. But I think UCF rolls again.
0: All right, but let's uh let's move on. Second down here. I'm going to kick it off here in a Big 12 clash. Oklahoma State traveling to Austin to take on the number 12 Texas Longhorns. Oklahoma State so far <laughs> has uh, has surprised me a little bit. Uh, Spencer Sanders looking good at quarterback. 7-1 uh, to one touchdown interception ratio. Chuba Hubbard, this guy, I, I listened to the recap on uh, uh, when you did solo the other night. You have him number one mm-hmm. in Heisman Ballot.
1: Yeah, He's is killing it, he is
0: electric. He is just—I mean, now granted, Oklahoma State—the competition hasn't been great, but mm. I think I think he can have a monster game here. And if he does, there's going to be a lot of steam behind him to get him uh, at least getting talked about for that Heisman. Here we go in the big uh, uh, Tyler Wallace, wide receiver. He has 15 catches. Tyler, six of them touchdowns. He is a home run uh, threat. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, Texas defense is uh suspect to the pass. I mean, good Lord. You saw what LSU did to them. LSU just ripped right through them. Joe Burrow picked them apart. And uh, I'm telling you, if uh, if Texas defense does not play better, especially in the secondary, then this could be a long day for the Longhorns. Uh, now, they do, they do stop the rush quite a bit, but that's only because everybody throws on them because it's like they can get whatever they want out of them. So Sam Ellinger. He's off to a hell of a start as well, Tyler. Uh, 956 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, doing a little bit with his feet. Uh, Duvernay and John- Colin Johnson are the keys in this offense, especially for this game. This is going to be a shootout. So These guys are going to have to get separation, and, I mean, they should all day long on that Oklahoma State secondary. I mean, I think we can see like 80, 90 points in this game. Uh, Woo! Yeah, it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, I was, was going to pick Oklahoma State. Um,
1: wow, but, well, I've been bold.
0: But I uh, I think Texas is going to bounce back here. I know they played Rice last week, but they can't lose two big games at home uh, in the month of September. So give me Texas here. Uh, but Caden Stearns for uh, Texas, at quarterback, he's going to have to have a big game. He's going to have to shut down some of these guys for Oklahoma State.
1: I, I can't wait to watch this one, Matt. This is going to be a great game. High-powered offenses, like you said. I'm going to go with Texas because it's at home. If, if Oklahoma State was the home team, man, I think I honestly would take the Cowboys because I don't know how Texas is going to be able to perform on the road. It hasn't been a strong suit. But this is at home. Give me the long horns.
0: All right, man. Uh, how about this one? Another non-conference showdown for BYU and another premier game for that crowd over there in Provo. I mean, they've had Utah... USC, yeah. and now they get number 22, Washington, rolling into town. Tyler, break this one down for me.
1: Yeah, good year to have season tickets, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. I, gosh, I BYU has been so hard to predict this season because game one, you know, the pick sixes were a problem. Game two, they pulled off a miracle win in Knoxville. Game three i mean a, a a good all-around showing for them versus usc now this one i think this is going to be a little bit more difficult matchup i think washington is probably the best team that they have faced at this point i look for jacob eason to get get it going again versus the byu cougars zach wilson matt uh, he's I mean, he's, he's doing some good, positive things, but also I don't think he's doing enough for this team to be able to overcome Washington's defense. Give me the Huskies.
0: I'm right there with you, but I like Washington in this game, but, I mean, hats off to BYU. That game last week was just awesome, and I yeah. loved it even more because I picked BYU. And, uh, I know. I had a good week last week, and it's too bad I couldn't be on the recap show.
1: Uh, no, I know, thank I was just
0: ready to hammer you on some of these uh, some of these <laughs> picks you had. So, all right, let's hop hey. into uh, Tyler. I think your best bet is what now, 2-1 and on the year? Yes, sir. And I'm pretty sure Come mine won last week too. Um, I can't quite remember. Yeah, I had Temple, I think. Or, oh, hell, I don't know what I had. But uh, I, I'm sure it was a good one because, like I said, we had a good weekend last week. So, Tyler, give me your best bet, upset pick, and super dog here.
1: My best bet of the week, Louisiana Cajuns versus Ohio, Matt. I mean, this would have been a, a good one to go see. The Raging Cajuns getting four points in this one. They're 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six. Same result in road games. They're 5-1 and one against the spread. The best trio of running backs in the land. Get it done. Plus four, Raging Cajuns, my best bet of the week.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, I, I wish we could have went to that game, actually, because it's just going to be a good one. Uh, let me hit you here with my best bet, Tyler. We're going deep here. We're taking Charlotte.
1: Oh, my God. You did some digging.
0: At Clemson. It's currently 41 points. I think I got it at 41 and a half earlier this week. The reason I like Charlotte in this game uh, as What's a, as a best bet because it's a massive line. Charlotte can actually score points. So I think yeah. you could also take the over as well in this game. Because uh, if Charlotte can get about 14 to 17 points, that's all they're going to need to cover this 41. Um, I think the over is actually sixty-one and a half. So, So you actually kind of need about 17 to 20 from Charlotte, which I think is doable. Uh, but I don't see Clemson running the score up here and putting about 60 to 70 on these guys. So uh, Charlotte is my best bet. I know it's a huge number.
1: Wow, yeah. But, uh, I didn't expect that one, I'll tell you. that. That was not on my radar.
0: Yeah, I posted that one out I think uh, Monday on the Twitter um, for uh, for the best uh, or for my bet card of the week. So I, I do have Charlotte here. Um, I'll hop in first to my upset pick, Tyler. Ooh. And I don't want to give away what I was going to talk about later, but uh, my upset pick of the week: Auburn on the road at Texas A&M. They're a and they are a 4 point dog. I think Auburn. Uh, not only win, uh, not only covers that four points, but wins outright. So, uh, what's your upset pick, Tyler?
1: I'm gonna go with Cal at plus two. I think they're gonna win straight up versus Ole Miss. Five and two in their last seven games straight up. Cal D gonna give them fits, like we talked about earlier. I, I think this is a lock.
0: Yeah, uh, we both picked that one, so. All right, uh, SuperDog Tyler, 10-point-plus underdog that you think uh, could win out, but they don't have to necessarily win out for this. So uh, you got anybody 10 points uh, over that you're looking at?
1: Ball State, they're a 19-point doggy. I think they're going to do it, Matt. They're going to pull the upset. Andrew Pitt, I trust. Upset City, baby.
0: Who does Ball State have this week?
1: NC State.
0: Oh, yeah, well, okay. That that is possible.
1: Nineteen point fave, man. I didn't see it, that coming.
0: Yeah, they look terrible. Um my upset pick, Tyler, or I mean my super dog here. I don't think they're gonna win this game, but give me Illinois thirteen and a half point dogs.
1: I almost took that one.
0: Yeah. I I just I don't I don't know why Nebraska's is uh, almost a two almost a full two touchdown favorite on the road. We saw what they did at Colorado, just pitiful, just pitiful. All right, let's hop into third down, and sorry, guys, you're going to hear me talk just on third down here. I'm covering two games here. Let's start in the Big Ten. Big showdown, Tyler. Michigan on the road at Wisconsin. Wisconsin, a stunning three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. I mean, unreal. I didn't see this one coming. Uh, but let's let's kick it off with Michigan, because they're the team that it seems like everybody's just down on and hating on. And, and I don't really understand it. I, I don't, because they had to play Middle Tennessee State, who, you know, uh, that's not your Big Ten type offense. They like to spread things out. They like to go quick. Uh, and then the very next week, they're going to run against a triple option, the best triple option in the country, in Army. I mean, those are two just unique schemes that they're not going to see every day in the Big Ten. But you know what they are going to see in the Big Ten, Tyler? Teams like Wisconsin, who <laughs> just hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off. And I'm telling you, I I, I love Michigan State, and I love that secondary. And I have issue, uh, I see an issue here in, in Wisconsin's quarterback, uh, Jack Cohn. He's played quite well so far. But again, I'm not on the Wisconsin hype train, because they've played South Florida and Central Michigan. South Florida is probably one of the worst group of five teams in the country. Woo! And Central Michigan is, uh, I think I had them second worst in the MAC. So I mean, I mean, come on, they're not beating like great teams. Um, So Charbonnet for Michigan is going to have to. uh, He's also a pretty good start. I mean, he's a workhorse. They fed it to him thirty-three times against Army. Uh, So Michigan has to get that uh, that running game going. I'm a little concerned with Shea Patterson's health. I, I He just doesn't look like he's 100%. So hopefully the bye week gets him back uh, to 100%. But I think we're going to get Donovan Peoples-Jones back for Michigan, which will be huge. And that will give you the three-headed monster at wide receiver uh, between Peoples-Jones, Nico Collins, and Tariq Black. Um, Michigan, I mean, Wisconsin, uh, they're just not going to be able to throw the ball. Uh, So Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line is going to have to do most of the the carrying the load uh, for Wisconsin against this great Michigan D. And here's the thing. uh, Jack Cohen, I think over 25 yards, Tyler. He's completing at about 20% 20 clip. And that's because he has Quentin Cephas, who who was a big get, uh, coming back from being suspended. Uh, All things here, Tyler. All things considered. Give me Michigan here on the road to get the win. I I had them winning uh, this game preseason. And I'm not going to overreact to the the slow start for Michigan's offense, and I'm definitely not going to overreact to Wisconsin winning 110 to zero their first two games against nobody. So, yeah, give me Michigan here, slight upset, and uh, Big Blue gets it done. What do you what do you got in this game?
1: Well, Matt, I mean it is kind of weird to look over and see Wisconsin points allowed per game, and it shows zero. You're like, my God, that's incredible. And then rushing yards allowed for Wisconsin. Only 20.5 through two games, but like you said, two two not so great teams, especially on op- on offense that they have faced this year. And Matt, I can understand why Michigan fans are they're pretty down right now. You look at their last four games. Remember when they played at Ohio State? It looked like they had a chance at the playoff, and they lost 62-39. to Then the bowl game, they lost 41-15. to Started off the season kind of sluggish versus MTSU, and then needed a double overtime win versus Army. So there hasn't been a lot of confidence instilled in this team and Jim Harbaugh. But I think the confidence comes back. Michigan's going to get the big W this Saturday on Fox.
0: Yeah, and I like how you pointed out uh, the rush a lot. I actually looked at uh, – I just wanted to see how South Florida fared um, oh, oh, after no. that Wisconsin game against Georgia Tech, Tyler. They put up like 240 total yards. So it isn't like that's South that, Florida is a great offense. Now, uh, granted, they put it on South Carolina State last week. So,
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's a great team, man. I respect to South Carolina State.
0: I, amen. So, all right, uh, this is a, a SEC showdown in the SEC West. This is actually a fight for who's going to finish third, I believe. Uh, Auburn traveling uh, to Texas A&M. Let's kick it off here with Auburn. Uh, Bo Nix, shaky first game, but hey, they got the dub. Uh, Looks like he's grown into, uh, he's getting a little more confident. Uh, Last week, he only threw the ball, I think, 12 times. Uh, Auburn's really got the run game going, and that's something that they lacked last year. Uh, The offensive line, Again, I loved them preseason. I love them now. They're they're staying healthy. Uh, I think uh, the left tackle Prince uh, Prince will be back. Uh, Booby Whitlow, Jatarvius Whitlow. He's off to a hell of a start, Tyler. Over 300 yards, averaging over I think 115 yards a game.
1: Yeah.
0: What you don't like, Booby? Yeah. Oh boy. This guy. This guy. We already know where you're going, uh, what you're picking. Uh, key, here's some key injuries that I think with the I think Auburn could have back this week. Seth Williams, the guy who caught the game when he touched down uh, in the opener, he should be back and healthy. Anthony Schwartz, he's been battling a uh, wrist injury. He's had a cast on. He is supposed to get most of that cast removed, and he should be almost a full go. Uh, and he's the fastest player in the college football world. So, Defensive line, going to cause havoc here, Tyler. Uh, And, I mean, there's not much else to say. The linebackers are playing great considering they're young, and I love Auburn's secondary. Uh, Let's look at A&M. Kellen Mond, I'm still not sold on this guy. He still has issues with accuracy and decision-making. You know, Corbin, the running back, he's out for the year, so Spiller has to step in. And A&M's D, I actually really like their D. Uh, played quite well against Clemson. Uh, and But here's the thing. Offensively for Texas A&M, they could not get anything going against Clemson. And Auburn's defense is Clemson level this year. Auburn has one of the best defenses in the country. So Mon is going to have to play well, Tyler. And he's going to have to be able to, to find receivers either on quick routes or try to bust them deep. And it, it, again, if A&M cannot get a running game going, it's going to be a long day. Uh, Defensively, like I said, I like them. And Renfro is, uh, I think he's going to be back in a full go after being suspended at cornerback. So he should be able to zone in on some of these guys uh, for Auburn in the passing game. With all that said, Tyler. Yeah. What um, you got? I got Auburn here as I picked earlier. That's my upset pick. I I just can't help it. Here's a little little tidbit for you. Gus okay. on three and zero in College Station. The road team has won six of the seven since uh, Texas A&M has been in the league. The only home team win was last year when Auburn came back against A&M. Oh gosh, we remember that one. We remember that.
1: One. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was that was very disappointing to see. But Matt, I think I think you made a lot of strong points. But I think the key here is your boy, Bo Bo Nix, just 50 or about 50% completion percentage. He's going to need to be much better, much, much better in this one. And I don't know if Auburn is going to be able to get that running game going, Matt. Texas A&M defense, they can stop the run. So I think it all comes down to Bo Nix, and I do not trust Bo Nix in College Station or damn Aggie, Matt. Taking the Texas a&M Wartam Aggies.
0: Well, I, I just—I'm uh, not surprised by that, Tyler. You—you you somehow find a way to always talk yourself into picking against the Auburn Tigers. Uh,
1: I do. So,
0: <laughs> I'm telling you though, this is a big game for either of these teams. So, I mean, if Auburn gets this W, they're looking at uh, a trip to Florida in a couple of weeks. If they win that, they're going to pretty much be undefeated when they face LSU.
1: i tell uh, you what, though, Matt, real quick. If Auburn does get this win in College Station, I think it's going to be tough to keep them out of the playoffs with that resume that they have.
0: Uh, Yeah, Auburn, uh, coming into the season, I thought there was only one team in the country that could have two losses and still make the playoff, and it'd be this Auburn Tiger team. Um, Yeah, I mean, if they get this W, and if they can somehow uh, beat Florida in a couple weeks, then, yeah, Auburn's got a legit shot at, you know, possibly losing to LSU and Georgia, maybe beating Alabama, maybe beating Bama, and be Ooh. sitting there. You know, probably about fit.
1: Interesting, very yeah. interesting. They need
0: some. They need some help, but uh, that would be interesting. All right, Tyler, this is yeah. a game we have circled for months. CBS Forever. first time, and I don't know how long. Using this as their night game and not all, uh, Alabama LSU, which great is great, thank God, because those games are never any good. Um, you want to go first? You want to uh, give me a break from talking so much?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Let me let me give a little bit, a bit of a talk here. Now, I think, I think what I'm looking forward to, Matt, is Jake Fromm. I need to see something out of Jake Fromm because it's all I've heard all off season is how he's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. I think this is his game to prove it. This is a massive game, prime time, like you said, on CBS. So far, they've only faced Vanderbilt, Murray State, and Arkansas State, so he hasn't really been tested. This is going to be a true test, and I know a lot of people are down on the Notre Dame D. I'm not really sure why currently only allowing 15.5 and i've liked i've liked what i've seen so far ian book that's our guy that is our guy matt i think he's gonna break out in this game it's gonna be huge everybody's gonna be talking about book give me notre dame oh
0: tyler going massive upset here Yes. wow big wow, upset stuff. that's a that's a uh wow didn't see that I really didn't expect you to pick
1: them. Jake Fromm, Jake Fromm's going to, he's going to struggle in this one, Matt. So far, he's just been nickel and diming here and there and everywhere. He's not going to be able to nickel and dime all day. I don't trust the UGA wide receivers in this game either. Yeah, Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, the, the wide receivers are young. And that is actually part of my concern as well. Because, we like that we like the Notre Dame secondary and like I'm right there with you I don't understand why Notre Dame's defense getting a lot of hate um, I mean Georgia uh, who the hell uh, like you said who the hell they played? so we really don't know uh, what kind of caliber if they if they are gonna be an elite team I mean on paper they are uh, but this is gonna be their first uh, real clash here and uh, Offensive line, I think it's the best in the country for Georgia. From, he's just efficient and does what he has to do. Uh, you, uh, Georgia's running back stable is just stacked. Um, Swift and White, uh, two of my favorite guys to watch. The D has been more aggressive this season, Tyler, but again, not really played anybody yet. Uh, I like Notre Dame's offensive line, and if they can protect Book, who, who doesn't get the credit sometimes that he deserves from being quite the dual threat quarterback. He can beat you with his feet. And he's smart and intelligent. He knows how to get out the pocket. He knows how to pick up those five yards on the third and five and get you a first down. I mean, the the loss of Armstrong at running back. If they had him, uh, you know, things could be a little bit better. But uh, Trey Jones and, uh, and Smith are going to have to carry the load. They're going to be next guy up. And can the O-line Handle the pass rush from Georgia, and and then also on the other side, Aquara and Kareem at the at the DN uh, spots for Notre Dame have to get a little bit of pressure on Jake Fromm, or at the very least, very least Tyler, they got to beat those guys mm-hmm. inside and they got to stop that run, because if Georgia gets that running game going, then it's not going to matter that Georgia's receivers are a little unproven, because Jake Fromm will just chew them up. Um, but yeah. Tyler, I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm taking Notre Dame in this game. They are no going to stun oh They are going to stun the team. Are you kidding me?
1: You're I mean, taking them too?
0: Yeah, I'm telling you. We're going to get some <laughs> shit for this one when uh, these Georgia fans listen. <laughs> oh,
1: my. Oh, my. I'm we, stunned. We both
0: liked Notre Dame to be undefeated this season. and We did. And up until this point, I mean, they're a 14-and-a-half point dog, which is just insane to me. Uh, I figured it would be about eight. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting 14 and a half time. I'm getting 14 and a half on my, one of my favorite sleeper teams of the year. A lot of people are down on these guys, but it's basically the same team as last year. They lost a couple guys, mm-hmm. but they, they reload, and Book's another year older. So give me Ian Book and the Fighting Irish. Brian Kelly gets a marquee win, and Notre Dame stuns the country and SEC Woo.
1: Nation yes this is i mean this is books heisman campaign right here yes it this is. is this is his coming out party and i can't i cannot wait to watch this game it's so awesome under the lights notre dame georgia yes i can't wait matt and uh hopefully come the review podcast we're not uh talking about georgia and the w because that's going to be a little embarrassing considering we both picked Notre Dame.
0: Oh, yeah. We love the Fighting Irish. Let's go Fighting Irish.
1: Yes, indeedy. Matt, you have anything to add heading into week four?
0: Well, all i got to say is that if you have any way to set up about three to four TVs in your house, you've got to do it this weekend. Just great games all day long. Kicking off tomorrow with Houston and Tulane. I'm excited for that game. And we get a little bit of Friday night goodness, so... Uh, oh, I Friday
1: hope, night is loaded I
0: know, I know, I'm telling you Jenna's oh, going to be upset man. with me when I pull the TVs out And get it set up for Friday Because oh, it's going to
1: have to happen Oh man, setting her up Friday night
0: <laughs> yep, we're getting it Friday night, baby
1: Oh man, yeah, she's not She's not going to be thrilled about that Matt, how about Southern Miss out Alabama Remember the last time those two met Southern Miss beat them
0: Yes they did, and I actually have Southern Miss on my betting card, Tyler As Ooh. the 38.5 point underdog I'm going big underdogs this week Against guess heavy favorites.
1: Wow. That, yeah, I, I've noticed throughout this whole podcast, we have a lot of underdogs, Matt. A lot. Hey, I, mean, I went doggies last bet. week,
0: babe, and the dogs were awesome to me.
1: Yeah. I know you did. I know you did. Matt, we did forget to talk about this one real quick. I need your pick. UConn at Indiana. Indiana, just a 27.5 favorite. Well, that's because <laughs> Indiana's terrible. <laughs> yeah, so
0: I actually hope UConn. Gets to win here because I cut the Indiana under five and uh, under six and a half on the year. Oh
1: my gosh, let's
0: take UConn, baby!
1: Wow, that'd be a that'd be a stone cold stunner, right there. <laughs> that'd probably be more stunning than us both getting Notre Dame over Georgia, correct? But yeah, Matt, it's gonna be a great week. I cannot wait to watch all of these fantastic matchups. If you have any questions for us, you can get Matt at the heads. you can get myself at Arena Fanatic and you can follow the podcast at CFB Talk Podcast. Matt, have you seen we're up to like eight or nine reviews now on iTunes?
0: Hey, that's what we've got to have a start, buddy. Before long we'll have a hundred and we'll be like, look at us now. Where are we going? We can yeah, only go look, well from here.
1: Oh not no doubt. Maybe maybe we can get one or two more uh, you can find us on iTunes, like I said. You can find us on Spotify. Two of the biggest podcast lands in the nation. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. We're always trying to look to improve our stuff. I think I think we are getting better, Matt. You know, week one, we're trying to figure it out. We hadn't done this in like four or five years. I think we're starting to get back in the groove. We're feeling it. We're at week four. I cannot wait. I cannot wait, Matt. This is going to be exciting times. I can't wait for the review podcast.
0: Yes, sir. I cannot wait to talk to you Monday night, bud. So let's get on out of here. I hope everybody enjoys week four. And as always, good night, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Go, Irish!